Well, hello there. This is Absolutely Fabulous, your favorite, absolutely, totally delicious host oh my of word. delicious no. wow. <laughs> it's delicious this is the guy this is just the shut up shut up everybody shut up delicious right that's it you're gonna get muted if you're gonna get muted if you're gonna start on this raven straight away you're absolutely fabulous and delicious host of Cheshire Matters uh, this is Jonathan Starkey and I, I'm sorry to say that the gazelle is grazing elsewhere this evening and he cannot be with us so we're so sorry about that but the consolation is that we do have the stats man with us say hello stats hello good evening how are we all we think that we are okay right and and to add to the misery of the evening the man that is actually taking the michael out of me we have the raven go ahead the raven yes good evening gentlemen and ladies of course now big welcome to all our friends across cheshire and across the west the rest of the world tonight hope you're having a great week in well what can only be described as very challenging times under the tremendous leadership of our new prime minister liz truss <laughs> Our new Prime Minister. Our well, new Prime it. Minister in name only. In name well, only. There we have it. There we have it. I'm having a go next week. Ooh, what, as <laughs> Prime Minister? Yeah, I'm getting a part-time job. Apparently, you can have a go at this anytime. It's, it's open to anybody to have a go now. I'll jump in after you then, mate. Job share. It's on a job share. Weeks. <laughs> Is that right? Is that right? Hey, well, let's get straight into this. And we're going to say, well... Lights on in National Grid HQ days after it warned of blackouts. I mean, when you actually look at the picture of the building of National Grid, it was just lit up like Blackpool. It was, and they were the ones who were saying, well, we're going to have to have blackouts. And literally every light in the building was on. How about that? Just take no notice. Uh, and it is rumoured that Liz Truss has 17 days to save her job. Mutinous Tory MPs round on the PM. Mm. She's still PM, yeah. <laughs> just, just at the moment. Pension funds ask for longer bailout from the Bank of England. Hey, they do. <laughs> yeah. Holly Willoughby sneaks out of National Television Awards early. Now, there are rumours oh. that they actually, her and Philip Schofield, got booed. Mm. Yeah, I read that, but to be quite frank, it's a complete and utter load of nonsense given the state of the country and what's going on. I'm not interested in drivel like that. Yeah, well, okay. Drivel? Drivel? Yeah. In fact, talking of drivel, even on ITN News last night, a national news story was Matt Goss reboosting his uh, <laughs> career, returning to the UK. This was a national news story on ITN. Absolute pathetic. That's the state of our media. We should take I over. You, I don't know why you put yourself through it, Steve. <laughs> Just to watch it. Did you stick needles in your eyes, sir? No answer like from it. Well, I might go on Strictly myself, actually. Strictly? That should be fun. Yeah, that would be that would be real fun. 
So we where's see, Steve's see, belly see. at the moment? Well, it's I'm on not. that side of the dance floor. <laughs> where's Steve? Hey, don't forget we've seen you dancing. We've got the video yeah, evidence. We've, we've yes, we've got the evidence. With, with a, a, a well-known MP. Yes, that's right. Mm. NATO officials <laughs> slam Macron for saying he won't use nuclear weapons. That's saying he won't use nuclear weapons if Putin uses his. Really? What's the point of having him? (laughs) Sounds like a tremendous poker player, this guy. Yeah, some deterrence, isn't it? Peter Hitchens, the Tories have now run out of gimmicks. I think they ran out of gimmicks a long time ago. Drop in the pound added 7p per litre to driver's fuel bills over the past year. 7p. 7p, yep. Mm-hmm. No, that's a lot, especially for the lorry drivers. And the rest. Yeah. It's still nowhere near where it was a, a good while back. It's just still climbing and climbing. They put it way up, drop it back down a bit. Oh, it's gone mm. back down. But it's still a lot higher than what it was. This is just semantics. It's just Philly blustering. Philly bustering. Philly blustering. <laughs> blustering or bustering. <laughs> Get your words straight, sir. <laughs> He's just invented a new phrase. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Sadiq Khan under fire for 14,000 mile flight to climate change summit. Is he, is he still the mayor of London? couldn't make that guy up, to be quite frank. <laughs> There's Frank again. Um, guess how much the NHS is spending on 800 diversity officers. Diversity Wait. officers. 800 you know, diversity eight, 800 officers. 800 diversity officers. Go on, give us a figure. Give us the bill. 40 million. What? Yep. 40 million. Well, that's great news to hear wow. if you can't get your operation done, isn't it? Let's face it. You know, that is one of the points I was going to make. Chancellor Jeremy Hunt could use banks tax to plug black hole. So they're actually going to think about actually doing a raid on the banks. I mean, that was something that I mentioned in the last podcast about (laughs) going for the banks and going for the hedge fund managers. He's never going to upset his masters, is he? No. It isn't going to happen. Never going to happen. Like turn the lights out. Nah. And as Mark has said before, the ex-bank boss, Mervyn, he said, the fool's paradise is over. Now we must let rates rise. Mm. Mm? Yes? Mm. yes, yes, yes. Of course. Well, Mark has been saying this. He said that the, the rates have been rising and he doesn't exactly blame Liz Trust trust <laughs> for adding. <laughs> There's no trust. There is no trust <laughs> for adding to that. But the fact of the matter is that there were... Uh, rate rises going around the world, you know. So mm, they mm, just mm. conveniently timed it when uh, they brought out that mini budget. No nope. coincidence. No. Sarah Vine, ex of Michael Gove, she says the Tories are still so hung up on Margaret Thatcher. But Michael Gove's he's he's straight. Grove. His what name is Gove. Gove. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You've got growth on your mind. 
<laughs> from, from the wake up here. <laughs> from the from the Conservatives. Growth is is Michael Gove, not Grove. Gove. I know. That's what I meant. The Tories are still so hung up on Margaret Thatcher. Well, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, you tell us then, Stevie baby. Well, I, I would say that, you know, some of her politics were not, or policies were not popular with everybody. But Well, especially the Scots when she brought in the poll tax. Yes, I agree. Go ahead. But I'm just saying, in terms of her being a leader, she was a very good leader. <laughs> Was she? she was probably the closest you'd get to a conservative. We've well, seen. a real conservative. She, she, she was a real leader. I don't care what anybody says. You cannot knock uh, Baroness Thatcher for the way she represented the, this country on the global stage. Well, she, you, nobody took her for a fool. Well, everybody's laughing at us at the moment. Even Joe <laughs> Biden is laughing at us at is the he, moment. And that's he something. That's the point to make it. I mean, we've got no leadership in this country. And I'm sorry, but I have to say this. The, the entire political system now is devoid of anything called representation and anything called leadership. And it's absolutely missing something called credibility with the entire political set. <sighs> they haven't got any. Whoa, did you hear? How did he get all that in one breath? I don't know, but a man who can't even string a sentence together or ride a bike and just licks ice creams. <laughs> he's criticising us. He's he's crit- I know. <laughs> I, I know. That is the, that is the I'm biggest just say, insult. Afghanistan, mate. <laughs> yes. Mm. All right. Dan Hodges, the idea that Liz Truss can lead us is a fantasy. Does anybody <laughs> have a fantasy that. about Liz? No. No. <laughs> I mean, the only fantasies you have is in when you get your usual computer weekly. Yes, and the mute button. I fantasize about that mute button, so shut up, Steve. Hong Kong protester is allegedly beaten at Chinese consulate in UK. So what actually happened was this protester was dragged behind the gates of the Chinese embassy, and then he was, well, literally kicked the living daylights out of him while he was behind there and nobody could do anything about it because he's on Chinese territory mm-hmm. did Jeremy Hunt authorise this oh I don't know we should actually talk about that you're, you're talking about the reference to Jeremy Hunt having a Chinese wife that oh, guy has got definitely got feet in all different camps oh it goes deep with the Chinese oh Without a shadow of a doubt. The Home Secretary criticises the police over a hate height, hate crime poster. Now, so is height now a crime, then? You can be uh, criminalised for commenting on somebody's height. Well, no, 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 no. That no, could no, be no, an no. issue on this programme, to be Well, fair. it could be, because, <laughs> I mean, we know you're so tall, you have your own atmosphere. Okay, all right. For the rest of us tiny people... Suella Braverman said, This week, I have seen confusion amongst police forces about what constitutes a hate crime. The police need to enforce actual laws and fight actual crimes. Wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) Freedom of speech must be protected and a proportionate approach must be taken. Now, tell me that those aren't good words. Oh, good words, but let's follow them with action. Let's have the job done. Let's have crime (laughs) properly tackled. Let's have sexual offenders 
properly prosecuted and not let off. Yep. And let's have burglars criminalised and prosecuted and dealt with properly instead of sending everybody on a safari with a pat on the back and say, don't do it again. Well, what everybody needs to do is if they don't get a satisfactory response from their police over an incident that they've experienced, what they should do is do a freedom of information request on their police force to ask what other crimes were taking place at the time of their issue and then find out whether or not the police could have actually come out to them. Now, that will set the cat amongst the pigeons because if it turns out from their freedom of information request that the police didn't have anything else other better to do, uh, well, I should say, if the police didn't have anything better to do, then they should have actually got off their police seats and come out and dealt with their issues. How about John, that? let me tell you something. I actually did this very thing on Monday last week. What? You got off your seat? No. There was something going <laughs> on, and the, I was on the phone to the police. There was a questionable response in terms of time frame for somebody to attend and i actually put it to them i said well i disagree completely i won't go into the semantics i can't but the fact of the matter is i said well look as i consider this to be a serious matter and if um if needs be i'll submit a freedom of information request asking how many incidents are taking place at this very time how many officers are on duty and uh, if you don't attend, I'll uh, I'll analyse what's going on and formalise a complaint. And actually, just to add to that as well, I've actually drafted uh, a formal complaint to the Chief Constable of Cheshire, which is ready to go off tomorrow. Now, there's a man who knows how to make a creaking chair interfere with a podcast. <laughs> I've had this chair many, many years. It's like an old friend. We don't think it's your chair. We think it's your legs that are creaking and they and need oiling. The chair oiling. has a relative which also creaks, which is my car seat. All right. Okay. And this is you the last one. Creak. This is the last one. Nicholas Sturgeon claims the UK is in long-term decline in a push for independence. Hmm answer say that again john can you read that out again please no (laughs) nicholas sturgeon claims that the uk is in long-term decline in a push for independence uh no actually she's sort of uh, overturning the reality that we are drawing in a lot of investments in and it's undermining the cause for scottish independence well, the problem is we're, we're attracting independence, but it's actually costing us too much when we are independent of the EU. It's costing us too much in order to actually exercise those rights because this trust is costing us too much money. Would you agree with me, Stats? Well, I'd say we're not going to get much investment going forward, are we? Now, Jeremy Hunt's on the scene. Well... The bonds are actually... 
Although he has stabilised the pound slightly. We're up to $1.14, aren't we? Mm, but then again, businesses are going to suffer, aren't they? So. Well, from, from that point of view. Anyway, mm. we mentioned earlier on you know, the national news story. Let's go on to it. Peter Hitchens, Liz Truss, bought her opinions on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> the Tories have now run out of gimmicks. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> he said... They've run that, out of gimmicks, they've run out of policies, they've run out of ideas, they've run out of anything resembling conservatism, and they've run out of patriotism, and they've run out of the idea and the notion of actually representing the interests of the people of this country. Well, they are absolutely done for. I will have nothing to do with them ever again. They've <laughs> let people down internationally, <laughs> nationally, and locally within Cheshire. They're a complete and absolute failure in every conceivable manner. Should we get Margaret Parker onto the programme? From oh, please do. In, in fact, I'm being serious now. I know we have a little laugh and a joke on this. Invite the chairman of Chester Conservatives, Neil Sullivan, onto the programme because we've got a lot of questions we'd like to put to him and the rest of Chester Conservatives and across Cheshire in relation to what's going on at local level and the way that they are conducting themselves and the way they are failing. I'm going to emphasise this. They are failing to represent and look after the interests of people in communities like Blaken and the Lake and other areas where people are struggling massively to live. These people are all for the rich. They don't care any one jot for ordinary people at all. Mark, do you think that Steve is a closet socialist? Well, no, I'm not a closet socialist. Shut, I was speaking to Mark. Shut up, you. I'm a realist. I want Shut proper up. politics that works Shut up. everybody. You're going to get country. muted. I'm going to mute you. <laughs> Mark, do you think he's a closet socialist? No. You don't think so? No. You're being a bit too kind. I'm a slightly right of were you just, political. Were you just, hey, back off a minute. I was asking don't Mark. do exist anymore. Oh, that's it. i tell you what was being kind, though. Go saying on. she got her policies from eBay. I would have said more like the 99p store, to be honest. Like, but, uh, yeah, so. Well, he says, he says, his comment was, the Tory party is like a knight dying in their armour. Looked at casually from a distance, it still appears formidable and important. Seeing close, it's obviously done for. Gasping for breath inside its visor. Kept upright in the saddle. Only by the steel plates which are supposed to protect it. Well, you know, wounded wounded tiger? I think they're finished, to be honest with you. He's got away with words, hasn't he? I know. He's amazing. <laughs> I know. His brother used to be called Hitch. And I think he's actually inherited that mantle to be able to be called the hitch, yeah. okay? Because he is literally savaging them, you know, in this story. You can't actually underestimate how much damage the Conservatives are doing to themselves at the moment. I mean, well, never mind themselves. We don't care if they're damaging themselves and the party. We care about what they're doing to the country, let's face it. There's a lot of people suffering because of these people now. Well, they've actually been subject to right-wing think tanks. And it's, it's a subject that very many people do not know about. They think that government actually think for themselves. 
They don't. <laughs> well, there's no thinking going on with what's taking place, is there? Let's face it. Well, well, let's get down to the nuts and bolts of it. We sit down, we vote for the government that we think is actually going to give us the best deal. That's the truth. So basically, some people vote out of habit. Intelligent people vote for the government that's going to give them the best deal. Now, what we're looking at here is a government that is bereft of ideas that are actually going out to think tanks to actually provide them with policies. Now, the question that I ask is, who funds these think tanks? So I'm talking about companies, you know, like the Institute for Economic Affairs, the IEA. We're talking about, you know, the Institute for Fiscal Studies. People like that, we need to know who is actually funding these people because that is actually the fundamental point of why people should be making questions to the government to find out, well, why are you listening to these people? Why do they, who are not voted in, have the ability to influence you, who are voted in, into actually implementing their policies? Mark? If you do want a think tank, you, you would want a right-wing one, though, wouldn't you? Well, you wouldn't want a left-wing a left -wing one, though, no, would you? I, yeah, but how much difference is there between a left-wing think tank and a right-wing think, think tank? Well, think tank. I was about to say, I'll sound like a Londoner. I'll think, I'll think that this <laughs> think tank... Go ahead. In the real world, there should be a big difference. But I'm, I'm struggling to see the difference between the left and the right politically well, at the minute. But, right as soon, there, but as soon as, again, I'm going to say it again, as soon as they try to implement anything, right-wing or conservative, all hell breaks loose and all the communists yeah, screech. Tell me, what actually resulted in her thinking with quasi Tang or comma quasi? Tell me what resulted. Well, nothing really resulted because before they even got the chance to implement any of it, they just brought it down. The globalists just stopped it. Dead. Well, all right, okay. But many people suffered drops in the value of their pensions. Interest rates, yes, they were going up. That's the Bank of England. Yeah, but yeah, okay. All right. Well, you can, this trust you doesn't can... put the interest rates up. No, 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 no. That's the that's the big cop ago. out. That's a big cop out. But it's not but the truth. No, fiscal policy it can is. affect monetary policies. There's no okay. doubt about it. They can, but when you put the interest rates up, mortgages go up. Of course they do. Liz Trust that's... didn't do that though, did she? No, she did. You'd have to blame her for the inflation, wouldn't you? Which you can't blame her for inflation. If inflation, what do you mean you can't blame her for inflation? She's of course, you can. Minister, a matter of weeks, John. You can't right. blame okay. her for the, all right. for the quantitative well, easing that's been going on for how many years? Can it you? all has a knock-on effect. So she was actually proposing nearly a hundred and fifty billion of borrowing, which was going to be put on to the general public, the taxpayers. Now, you think that that's not going to have an effect on the market? Well, that was my only reason. That was my only thinking that maybe this might not be as successful as it should have been. But if oh. we just look at, yeah, but if you look now... At what are you? Bonds, are you working for the IEA? 
No, but what I'm looking at now is Jeremy Hunt coming in is way worse. So you've got corporation tax now set to be higher than what Labour wanted under Corbyn. No, 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 yeah. no. So, no, no, so, that's not going to happen. That's not what he said. He, <laughs> no, that's not what he said. Yeah, it is. I know you're laughing because it I'm is. laughing because because I'm laughing with you because, but that's not what he said. Well, what's happened though is, at least we now know for sure that the banks and hedge funds, sorry, the markets decide our policy. There's no real need for a government anymore. We just need a nodding dog for the globalists, and now we've got that with Hunt. Could we so do that we'll locally? Just keep printing off money, you know. Could we do that locally? Get rid go. of the Conservatives and Labour. Would it be nice, wouldn't it? Well, Louise Gittens isn't going to be very happy about that. You know, even neither even is Farage. Margaret Parker. No, but even Farage has called it out for what it is—a globalist coup. Well, I just say here, I just want to say, I, I felt this like a lot of people for a very long time now that our parliament have, has effectively been hijacked. And I've described it online as, you know, it's it's the globalist base to get everything done that they want to get done. Yeah. And these people now in parliament, I don't care what party they are, it's a pathetic state of affairs. If anybody thinks that now they're going into a, a voting booth and voting red or blue, I mean, I know there's some other parties, but by and large, it's red and blue at the moment. It's a two-party system for the main. What would happen if you're colorblind? Well, you know, uh, what I'm saying is you go into into there and you... Back me up here, Mark. Voting and thinking that they're going to make a difference. All right, Mark, you didn't say a word. You didn't say a word, Mark. You didn't back me up. Our parliamentary process has been hijacked and all of these people in there fail to do their job, fail to speak out, fail to represent the people, and they are nothing more than puppets for the globalist system. And it's time we had people in there with guts, with a backbone, to go and do the job for the people and take not only our country back, but it's time we took our parliament back, away from the hands of these globalists who are ruining Western nations across the board. I'm sorry, it needs to be said. Do you know what? He sounds like a regular Oliver Cromwell. What do you think, Mark? I, I totally agree with him, to be honest. I mean, granted... She's not the best choice for prime minister. Oh, she's but, totally but inept. Just hear me, but hear me out on this one. She's nowhere near as bad as Boris Johnson. She didn't ruin the economy. She didn't lock us in our houses. She didn't literally destroy the NHS. She didn't destroy children's education and their mental health. She didn't, well, she might have been involved with lining all her mates' pockets with the money. Yeah. Especially and the energy and companies and, then, and set and set rules that they didn't abide by and go and get drunk while everybody else couldn't go and see the families dying in hospital. She wasn't responsible for all this. She's nowhere near as bad as Boris Johnson. But I remember all this happened when Trump tried to do something similar. But the only difference is he had the spine. And he didn't fold straight away. She's yeah. just capitulated. She's useless. Oh, she's if, just... if you don't need a better example over the past three, four years of what's happened to the West. Basically, it's the it's been the biggest power grab going by people unelected behind the scenes, these Correct. globalists. Yeah, and it's yeah. also been the biggest shift in wealth in history. Ah, oh, it is absolutely a no. I have to agree with you on that. And it was the unions that were actually screaming about that. They were the absolutely. ones that were absolutely screaming about it and saying, "Look." look see what is happening and it has and quite simply there are so many of these which is to say it, a small cohort 
of corporates and individuals who are laughing all the way to their banks in their tax havens. And it is an absolute disgrace, an absolute disgrace. They're traitors to the people of this country. And if Charles had any common sense, he would actually come on down onto the side of the people in this country. Well, actually, the um, our constitution, the Bill of Rights, talks about protecting our property. Yep. Now, if you look at the law, our law, <clears throat> there's a law that says money is your property. So we should be stepping in, really. But then again, people don't want him to. So. Well, the way that they keep everybody so consumed <clears throat> with certain subjects and divided that people do not have the time to be able to dedicate to actually sit down and say, what a bunch of arseholes we have actually controlling our country. Well, it's just gotten worse now because these globalists, they've got a man in there now, Hunt, and now the hedge funds and the banks are going to continue to profit from our debt. But like what Steve was saying, I think we're going round in circles again, discussing how useless all these useless people are. But we need serious, serious tactics now going forward. We can't have these parties in anymore, Steve's right. We need to get this parliament back for the people because this current crop are just a load of, what's the word, shysters. Well, Steve has always been saying that we need a new political party. Now, we do. I have to actually say that Steve has been going on about this for so long. He's right. And also, Mr. Hitchens is advocating the same. Although He's not the only one now, is he? No. It's catching on, isn't it? It's catching on. Maybe so, five years of labour and we'll get what we want. Okay, well, we're going to actually wrap that one up. Uh, so we have a very, very big negative for Liz Truss and the Conservative government, and we know that there is trouble ahead. There may be trouble ahead. Did you like the little bit of music that came in there? No, not really. It was oh, just- shut up, you. <laughs> shut up. God damn it. I hate that guy. I hate that guy. I hate that man. Okay, we're moving on. And this is to the local, which is with stats, stats, death threats, and excrement through the letterbox. The shocking abuse faced by councillors. Now, I haven't heard about that from anybody. Is that mm. true? Where was this? <gasps> Can't so, tell you. I apologise. I don't normally, but it was Cheshire Live. <laughs> no, no, Cheshire where, where did it take place? Cheshire Live. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is atrocious, to be quite honest. Give us the details, well, because I don't yeah, care what... John, well, Sorry, I can, well, I, I can give you a give you basic death threats, excrement posted through the letterbox, stalking, trolling, and obscene phone calls. These are just some examples of the harassment experienced by Cheshire East councillors. Well, it's Cheshire well, East, we, so we don't care. We're Cheshire West. Go ahead. Well, I, I think it's important we all say that we don't actually condone this in any capacity we condemn Correct. it outright i don't care what people's views are what excuse me it depends on the counselor or, or anything like that <laughs> the, anything like that is completely out of order all right people i agree i agree points. that was a joke yeah. wasn't yeah, a very good one but it was a joke but the point i'm making is you know people can engage online people can chat they can express a view they can do all sorts of things they can write that's 
debate and engagement is part of political life. It's part of what the public engage in, likewise elected representatives. But anything like that is completely out of order. It's disgusting. Well, yeah, I'll give you an example, right? They said in the story that they looked into following announcements from Macclesfield Councillor James Barber that he said he will not be seeking re-election because of the abuse he has suffered, mainly because of his age, and the news that police have been contacted because of hate mails sent to former Mayor Sarah Pochin. Police were also involved after Mobley Council Charlotte Leach was stalked on train journeys and then became targeted by an obscene caller and a troll, while High Lee Councillor Kate Parkinson said she was too embarrassed to contact the authorities after she was threatened, grabbed and screamed at by a resident because she was a conservative. Well, get used to it because that's what's going to happen to the conservatives from here on in because they are absolutely destroying the country. But that's just a comment from me and it's freedom of speech. Go ahead. Anybody want to comment on those things? Yeah, please. Yeah, Look, I'm trying to think where's all this come from. Now, there was hatred to, to both party councillors. Yeah. But I can see some of where some of this has come from. Now, we've got some examples. Normally, it comes from above the example set. So I'm going to go through a few examples of the example set by, well, let's say Labour, because some of these uh, Conservative councillors have been complaining about being abused in the street. So over the years, this, this hatred's been... I don't know where it's come from, but this hatred for the Tories is just ingrained in Labour and it's passed from generation to generation. And it might be because people like, I don't know, you've got Naz Shah, Ken Livingston, they were suspended following an investigation which concluded there was a toxic atmosphere and a clear evidence of ignorance attitudes. That was the Jews. Then you had the Home Affairs Select Committee inquiry. Labour Party rules changed to make hate speech, including anti-Semitism, a disciplinary matter. Labour issued information on investigations into complaints of anti-Semitism. Around 350 members resigned, yeah, being expelled or received formal warnings. You had nine MPs resign from the party, citing Labour's leftward political direction and its handling yeah. of allegations of anti-Semitism and Brexit. Then the EHRC published a report finding that the party was, was responsible for unlawful actions harassment and discrimination, 23 instances of political interference from staff. Corbyn was suspended from the party for failure to act. The Times said that John McDonald and all these other people were in uh, groups online containing anti-Semitism and uh, praise for Hitler and threats to kill Theresa May. This has been fostering for decades. You've had McDonald calling for violence on the streets. You've had MPs in, you know, convicted for threatening to acid attack people. Recently, I've had two MPs, Labour MPs, suspended for racism. The list is endless, and I haven't even included the paedophiles. This is what I mean about stats. Do you hear that, Steve? He actually has all the facts there. Oh, that's well done. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah, the point is, point is, right, this comes down to, you know, what we've said before. It's about leadership and example. And if people in politics are going to set incredibly poor examples of conduct and behaviour such as that, then it sets a precedent wrongly for some people in the public to start doing likewise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you end up with this, this situation where public debate involving politics just spirals downward to the point it starts becoming hateful. Yeah, And 
everything now in, in, in our country in terms of debate has become so toxic and we've moved away from the situation whereby people can sit around a table, have a different view, but still have a conversation and arrive somewhere in the middle and compromise and get something done. We've moved away from any form of debate, which is positive, which will actually produce a result for most of the people. So you've now got a situation where one side of a debate wants their way and their way only. And that's on both sides of the fence. It's not going to work like that where people can't work together, can't have a debate without getting into this slanging match, which ends up going down these routes where, you know, Mark's listed all these examples. These are well-documented. It's all out there. Some of the politicians. Yeah, that's right, Mark. You know, some of the politicians are setting such a poor example of how to conduct themselves and demonstrate cordiality and respect. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. You, we've had enough about that. We're actually going to go on to something now, right? Because we're going to start bringing certain things to a close. Unless, of course, stats have got anything further to close that debate. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll try and close it quickly. I mean, you've got these left-wing groups like Resistant Hate and Hope Not Hate and Say No to Hate, right? And they just basically attack people with different opinions. But when it's coming from the left of politics, they're nowhere to be seen. But the thing about consequences, they've now become an apparent. But if you want to see a little bit into the future... Look at what happened in America. The Democrats yep. whipped up such a storm that it resulted in a congressman being shot, Trump supporters beaten in the streets, yep. cities looted and burnt to the ground, border force facilities bombed, and more recently someone was uh, convicted of killing someone for being a Republican, and they've labelled MAGA supporters as terrorists. This whole January the 6th thing has been blown out of all proportion, and Donald Trump was a Russian spy. I think the left have truly lost their minds here, and it's becoming really hateful. Um, and it's rubbing off on the other side now, too. Well, I can't wait for a documentary about Black Lives Matter to actually come out because it's showing that the money, somewhere mm. around about $86 million and how it was spent. I, you know, I'm, I'm beginning it to actually... It didn't go to some of the victims, they, as no. they call them. No. And supposedly. Supposedly. No. So, anyway... We're going to bring that to a close. We know that there are many, many inconsistencies. And I'm going to say... Steve, get to the bar and get a bottle for the gazelle. Uh, no, it's not my turn this week. It was. What do you mean turn. it's not your turn? What well, do you mean? It wasn't my turn last week either. It was my turn the week before, although I didn't have my wallet. Um, it was still my turn. That counted as my turn. So it should be my turn. I can't next work week. that out, Mark. Can you, you know, any, Mark, can you give me any kind of logic on that one? I don't know. I'll have to ask the moths. <sighs> so, right. Uh, I'm not getting them in now. I, I, I've got. All I've right. Got okay. Some, so I've we're just making myself. it very, very clear to the rest of the audience of Cheshire Matters. Steve is tight. No, actually, I've got a little bit of a question to pon- put to you t- tonight. To, okay, to go ahead. Make it quick. Well, All right, that was quick enough. Moving on. Just a little thought, really. Have you ever considered the intricate microbiodal uh, composite structure of soil necessary to grow mushrooms? 
No, yeah, uh, but we actually last night actually. Yeah, well, in actual <laughs> fact, we think it might be happening in your wallet because it hasn't been opened up for so long. Yeah, uh, I haven't, by the way. But I was just sort of ask. Anyway, my quote. Go for ahead. Today, my quote for today is by Aristotle. I think I might have done this one before. I think actually. You have. <laughs> well, we'll go back. We'll, we'll look for. I've got another one here. Wait there. Wait there. Some lovely pictures of me and my wife at uh, Scarborough at the yeah, weekend. Yeah, there. Yeah, wait yeah. there. One second. Yeah. Lovely pictures right. of your wife, not you. Well, no, we, we, we looked lovely together when we had photographs taken. Oh, of course you did. Uh, well, don't forget, I am the official pinup of Cheshire Matters. Now, my <laughs> my quote, yeah. my quote is Seneca, which is associate with people who are likely to improve you. Now, based on my experience on here, I'm not sure that works. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, for us, you're, it's not Seneca. It's Senecot. <laughs> and if anybody out there knows what that's about, they'll know what I'm saying. Okay, go ahead, Mark. Uh, I'll give a shout down, I think. Um, it's going to have to be all these lunatic protesters. Have we seen them this week? Oh. Why, why are they all... Why are they men dressed in dresses with beards and stuff? I like, just I on? can't work that out. No, no, on a serious note, though, I I do think maybe some of them might need some help. help. What makes me what what makes me laugh though is like these are the protesters that are getting the government to put in all these laws that the left wing especially like to scream about. It's going to take away our freedom to protest, but they're actually involved with these groups. What what's the point <laughs> in throwing tomato soup over a Van Gogh painting? Oh, what, I don't what know, is, what did is you the notice point? they didn't spray paint the Aston Martin cars themselves? Otherwise, they would have been in big trouble. Oh. They? Well, we my, I like the French approach, John, where they just rip the hands off the road. That's right. Well, yeah. you draw the complete wrong attention to your cause when you behave like that, don't you? Because yeah. oh, totally. interested in listening to what no. your message is, whatever totally. it is. No. It's as simple as that. And all you do, by the way, I just want to say a little something on what Mark's talking about there. These protests. See, see what he does, Mark? He's just I, absolutely I like it, yeah. grabbing airtime. That's all he's point. doing. He's, he's grabbing airtime. I'm just giving a little mention to all of these people who have to deal with these people, and especially the people who work in the supermarkets where these people are going in and tipping milk all over the floor everywhere. They're forgetting about the people who work in the stores and have to clean up all this mess and, and deal with it when they go in and trash the place. They're, they're absolutely appalling, these people, to be quite honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I hope they're yeah, not yeah. crying over it when they... Yeah, crying, crying over spilt milk. <laughs> ah, he's so funny. No, that. Steve's right. They're just annoying people. They're irritating the, the general public, and that's never going to win their favour. Well, is it? I think best like thing flies. for people to do. I've got an advice tip here. If anybody's in the supermarket and they're irritated by these people, just go down the aisle, slip on the milk, do a few cartwheels, and then uh, you know, if you do happen to accidentally slip on it, then you could sue the people concerned. Ah, there you go. There you go. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Clearly, it will be a natural. Okay, let's say goodbye. Say goodbye. We don't. We haven't got anything else to say. You know, unless of course you've got a quote. But uh, you know, go ahead. Steve, you've called me out there. Well, if you haven't got a quote, shut up. Okay, Mark. Get myself a drink. No, 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 no. Go ahead, Mark. Anything? Just that shout down to these. Actually, insane. I've got another little one. Here. No, no, we don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear you know, it. We've had enough. Little one, Steve. 
This is those who know the least obey the best. Oh, that's very true. <laughs> okay, well, you know, I my quote is least said, soonest mended. So shut up, right? And get off the program. We've had enough. Hey, we so don't want to be speaking he's anymore. Got these cables and stuff he's gone. I'm not joking. Since we started doing this, I've got cables in my house all over this like cable city. I'm not joking, honestly. God, he'll be getting us all. Mark, he'll be forcing us all to have computer weekly uh, by you know delivered every month to your door before long. Of course, it, yeah. there are other uh, technical magazines out there uh, equally as good as well. Yeah, but tell you what, though, Steve, we managed to get through without getting muted. That's a result. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it did well there. Well, Steve, I'm recommended. I've just subscribed to Cystoscopy. <laughs> I can't even get the word of Cystoscopy weekly for Steve. What's Cystoscopy? What the hell is that?